Welcome to Holderness Road Methodist Church Audio Worship. The audio you are about to hear is taken from the service for the first week of Advent, broadcast on the 29th of November 2020. Welcome to our Worship at Home service, which this week we share together as friends from Holderness Road Methodist Church in Hull and Gisborough Methodist Church. Today is the first Sunday of Advent when we look forward once again with anticipation to celebrate the coming of our Lord into the world. And now our call to worship. God in Christ has revealed his glory. Come, let us worship. From the rising of the sun to its setting, the Lord's name is greatly to be praised. Give him praise, you servants of the Lord. O oh, praise the name of the Lord. Loving, faithful God, as your people of old waited and watched for your coming in Jesus, so we wait and watch for your coming today. As we come before you now, waiting and watching, fill us with your light and love. Amen. I read from Isaiah chapter 64 and verses 1 to 9. Oh, that you would rend the heavens and come down, that the mountains would tremble before you, as when fire sets twigs ablaze and causes water to boil. Come down to make your name known to your enemies and cause the nations to quake before you. For when you did awesome things that we did not expect, you came down and the mountains trembled before you. Since ancient times no one has heard, no ear has perceived, no eye has seen any God besides you who acts on behalf of those who wait for him. You come to the help of those who gladly do right, who remember your ways, but when we continue to sin against them, you are angry. How then can we be saved? All of us have become like one who is unclean, and all our righteous acts are like filthy rags. We all shrivel up like a leaf, and like the wind, our sins sweep us away. No one calls on your name or strives to lay hold of you, for you have hidden your face from us and made us waste away because of our sins. Yet, O Lord, you are our Father, we are the clay, you are the potter. We are all the work of your hand. Do not be angry beyond measure, O Lord. Do not remember our sins forever. O look upon us, we pray, for we are all your people. Thanks be to God for his word. We light the first candle of Advent. We kindle it with hope. We long for you to come to our world to break through and reign with compassion, justice and peace. The prophet Isaiah also cried to God to tear open heaven and come down. He called God's people to do right. Isaiah called them to be refashioned like clay by God the potter. This Advent we call out to God. Mighty God, creator of the world, break through 
break through all that keeps us from you. We ask for your mercy and reform us in your image. This Advent, visit us with your justice, love and peace. Amen. Advent candles tell their story as we watch and pray. Longing for the day of glory, come Lord soon we say. Pain and sorrow, tears and sadness, change for gladness on that day. Year after year at Advent we sing, Come thou long expected Jesus, and O come, O come Emmanuel. But do we mean it? Are we really looking forward to the coming of Christ? Do we really believe one day he will return? And if so, what will that mean? It's questions like these that Advent makes us think about. For above all, this is a season of expectation. A season which reminds us of the promise Jesus gave to come again in glory. Soon we shall be celebrating once more the coming of Jesus in a stable in Bethlehem. A coming his people had looked forward to for a long while, which, when it finally happened, they failed to recognise. It's with that in mind that we ask ourselves today, what do we expect? What should we expect? We're now going to hear our reading from today, taken from Mark chapter 13, verses 32 to 37. However, no one knows the day or hour when these things will happen, not even the angels in heaven or the Son himself. Only the Father knows. And since you don't know when that time will come, be on guard, stay alert. The coming of the Son of Man can be illustrated by the story of a man going on a long trip. When he left home, he gave each of his slaves instructions about the work they were to do, and he told the gatekeeper to watch for his return. You too must keep watch, for you don't know when the master of the household will return, in the evening, at midnight, before dawn or at daybreak. Don't let him find you sleeping when he arrives without warning. I say to you what I say to everyone. Watch for him. Not ready? What's he trying to say? Of course I'm ready. Prepared for the coming of the kingdom, whenever that might be. No way you'll catch me on the hop. All right. So I've not done anything about it. Not yet, anyway. But I will, when I need to, you mark my words. What's the hurry, though? That's what I say. There'll be time for change later. Live a little first while you have the chance. Let your hair down. Push the boat out. Enjoy today and let tomorrow take care of itself. Oh, you may tut and shake your heads, but there'll be ample opportunity to make amends. You'll see. Don't think I'm stupid. I'll be watching for the signs as well as anybody else. And if it's ever clear that my time's up, the writing's on the wall either for me 
or this world of ours. I'll make peace with God soon enough. But that's all for later. No point in worrying about it now. I've got years left in me yet, haven't I? Haven't I? As 2020 draws to a close, we've reached that time of year when we begin to look back. Unpacking old decorations provokes stories from Christmas's past. Carols and festive songs remind us of special gatherings with loved ones. For Christians, the four weeks before Christmas are known as Advent, and the Bible readings we hear in the season of Advent also encourage us to look back and reflect on another unprecedented event. An event which happened 2,000 years ago during a time of challenge when, the Bible tells us, people walked in darkness longing for signs of light and hope. This has also been a year when people have needed signs of hope. Perhaps the most obvious were the rainbows that displayed our gratitude for the courage and compassion of our NHS and key workers. We've needed these signs because 2020 has not been easy for any of us. For many, it's been incredibly difficult. Some people go through lockdown feeling terribly lonely. Some experience illness and loss. Some know the sadness of family conflict. And some continue to feel anxious about the months ahead. Now, as a very different Christmas approaches, many of us distanced from loved ones and unable to take part in our usual Christmas traditions, there's a risk these feelings will come back. So it's really important we remember the things that helped us stay hopeful over the worst months. Things like music, exercise, playing, talking, writing, reading, volunteering, prayer and faith. Nature also lifts our spirit and though the bleak winter months may not seem to offer as much hope as the sunshine and flowers of the summer, there is one annual visitor to our parks and gardens who can teach us a lot about doing our bit to fan the flame of hope. Without its most distinctive feature, this little visitor could easily be overlooked. It's the robin. You may have heard it before, but this is the story of how it acquired its distinctive red breast. Legend has it that on that first Christmas night, the temperatures dropped in Bethlehem and the air became bitterly cold. The small fire that burned in the middle of the stable was nearly out and Mary began to worry as baby Jesus shivered in her arms. Joseph had gone to find firewood and in his absence, Mary turned to the animals about her and asked for help. The ox lay sound asleep on the stable floor and did not hear her, nor did the hard-working donkey or the horse. Mary wondered what to do when suddenly she heard the fluttering of wings and looking up she saw a small, plain, brown-coloured bird fly into the stall. The bird went directly over to the dying fire and began to flap his wings hard. 
His tiny wings acted like little bellows, puffing air into the embers until they glowed bright red again. The bird continued to fan the fire, singing all the while until the ashes began to kindle. Then with his beak, the bird began picking up dry sticks and dropping them into the fire. As he did so, a flame burst forth and burned the little bird's breast bright red. But he simply continued to feed the fire until it crackled brightly and warmed the entire stable. Baby Jesus slept happily. Mary thanked the bird for his selfless act and she looked tenderly at his red breast, burned by the flame. Mary promised the robin that from now on his red breast would be a reminder of how he saved Jesus from the bitter cold and a sign to the world of the hope that acts of kindness bring. The legend of the robin teaches us a valuable lesson. Not to be overwhelmed by the size of the mission in front of us, or to think ourselves too small to make a difference. Rather, we must do what we can to bring hope to the world. A small baby, born in a poor stable, became the greatest sign of hope the world had ever seen, and whose arrival, or advent, had been dreamed about for centuries, as revealed by Isaiah written 700 years before the first Christmas. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. On those who live in a land of deep shadow, a light has shone. For there is a child born to us, a son given to us, and authority is laid on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. This unlikely sign of hope has, for over 2,000 years, inspired billions of others to bring light to the world too. Like our key workers and NHS staff, whose courage and compassion we remembered with rainbows. What about you? Will you be inspired to be a sign of hope to others? Will you use the lessons learned in lockdown, the things that helped you to cope, to support others this Christmas and beyond. For example, if talking helped you, will you provide a listening ear for others this winter? If words helped you, will you write a Christmas letter or card for an isolated neighbour or relative? If charity helped you, could you give something yourself to provide charity for others? If praying helped you, Will you pray for our key workers and NHS staff? There are so many little things that we can do that will make a big difference and bring hope to somebody else. Today starts a new liturgical cycle or a new cycle for the liturgy we follow for our readings. At the start of this cycle, we find Mark writing a simple message. Stay awake for the Lord. These passages come after Jesus was talking about and reflecting on the end times, throughout which the theme of watching and waiting had been evident. In these reflections, Jesus urged an attitude that showed the right conditions for the Lord's return, 
But there was no specific time frame given for this. If we look closely at the reading from Mark 13, we see a list of events or conditions that can happen at different times and in different places. Jesus told his followers to stay awake or keep watch at night. His command, when looked at in the context of the rest of what was going on at the time, implies two things. Firstly, he urged his followers to look for a future event. This command was issued to a culture that concentrated only on the present, with future events often put out of mind. What could be put off until tomorrow usually was. When the subject of the end times came up, Jesus urged against delaying. Whilst we might be happy thinking about the future, this would have been a shock to those around Jesus at that time. Secondly, Jesus implied that this watch should be for a house. His contemporaries would have understood the term of house to refer to a family as well as a dwelling. The audience at the time, now Jewish Christians, the local faithful, met as a house church. Distanced from their roots and ignored by their contemporaries, they gather in someone's home, like extended family. The master of the house, the Lord, may have gone, but he left everyone with a ministry, including the doorman who barred the door to the outside, so that all could be safe. The night of the watch resonated with the community. It was a symbol of social prejudice and persecution. They were alone and afraid. They were to look throughout the dark night for the coming saviour, so that justice could return. But when will the Lord return? After the persecution begins? In the middle of troubles? When the community seems to be at its wit's end? In verse 35 we see four watches mentioned. Evening, middle of the night, midnight and dawn, indicating an increase of darkness. This would be a symbol of the increasing despair that was being faced by the local community. They would be focusing more on their own problems than the expectation of the coming Lord. No matter what we take from verse 35, there is a focus on expectation. How would the Lord be welcomed? Would fear have taken over everything? We cannot reduce the anticipation of the Lord coming into a plan or process it with a certain result. God always has his own way. If we want to participate in this plan, in anticipation of his return, we need to be vigilant, patiently vigilant. This requires prayer, reflective discernment and worship. Prayer opens to us the will of God. Reflective discernment helps point us in the direction of his will and worship helps us celebrate all that was and is to come. As we enter Advent, let us ensure that there is time to pray and reflect on his ultimate return, but also on the time that Jesus came as a baby in a stable, born to be saviour of all. Let's pray together. 
loving God who comes in Jesus, we bring to you all who wait for you in hope and faith or in fear and despair. We pray for all who wait for peace, for justice, for their voices to be heard. We pray for all those who live in fear of war, violence, abuse or bullying. We pray that our churches may wait on your guidance so we may serve you faithfully. We pray for all those who wait for test results, news about their jobs, news of loved ones or for the coming of a child. We pray for all who are ill, all who are close to death and all who watch and wait with them. May we watch and wait with them, be people of peace and justice and bring hope, comfort and healing, light in the darkness. And join me as we say the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples, a prayer that will be said today by Christians the world over. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. A prayer of blessing. God of hope who brought love into this world, be the love that dwells between us. God of hope who brought, brought peace into this world, be the peace that dwells between us. God of hope who brought joy into this world, be the joy that dwells between us. God of hope, the rock we stand on, be the foundation of our lives. God of hope, fill us with light and hope and send us out to be the light and hope wherever we are. And may the blessing of God the Father, God the Son and God the Holy Spirit be with each and every one of you this week and forevermore. Amen. Stay safe, have a good week and God bless.